Welcome. Everyone, here's what happened on the last episode. I bet you there's some fucking alligators that don't fucking kill at all. And they just go around and, and steal. Probably. Ready to go? Yeah, man. What's going on? Uh, not, not much, you know. This has been a typical Saturday for me, you know. Just been working on my, just been working on my new stuff. This is working really well, man. I'm looking at the levels right now, and it's it's just awesome. It's like it's it comes it's coming real good. Okay. Thank you for coming on, guys. This is a guy I'd like to introduce um, that I met uh, not too long ago, right, man? Yeah. He's, yeah, it's been about a month at least. It's yeah, it seems like a little bit longer, but he's a uh, he's a great guy, and he started playing some. He sent me some of the music that he's been working on, but I'd like to introduce Dimes, D Y M E S, right? Yeah, D- yeah, D Y M E S, correct. Dimes, welcome to the AC podcast, man. Thanks for being on, dude. I appreciate I appreciate no you doing this. It's cool, and we are no problem. Thanks for having me. Anytime, man. Yeah, this is we got to make this regular. You can come over, but with all this stuff, uh, the Corona stuff going on. Yeah, I kind of stuck it, kind of stuck at home. But hey, that's a benefit for me because then that just means I'm sitting here and forced to work on my new stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. So bat, and I really want to get into this, man, because like your music, um, it's great, man. That song "Floating," that's the track you sent me, right? Uh, floating, yeah. Uh, and thank you. It's amazing, man. It's it's it comes in. Uh, I don't know. The music, the stuff that's going on at the beginning is awesome. Um, you know, it's because you're using some. You're using like you're making that beat that's on there, right? Yeah, uh, everything everything that's on there uh, that was uh, all me. Yeah. So it kind of starts in and it's like atmospheric, you know. And then especially there's a break, I think, like a vocal part, but then you just hear wow, <laughs> you know that guitar, <laughs> yeah. And that dude, man, yeah. it's, it's amazing. That's perfectly placed. You know those. The, I don't know. The lick was aw- The guitar is awesome in it, man. It just it fits that perfectly. Thank you, man. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's a good guy, and they can find that if they go on to SoundCloud. Uh, yeah. If they if they go on, if you, if anybody goes on to SoundCloud and searches Dimes again, that's D Y M E S. Yeah, they'll be able to find that. It's available for free, uh, for free for listening. Okay, cool. It's it's amazing, man. And again, um, yeah, SoundCloud. And this is one thing too, guys. That's pretty simple. Um, is just downloading the app. The app's free, right? Oh yeah, the app. Yeah, the app. The app itself is free. Yeah. So just download it. It's. It doesn't. I don't think it takes up a lot of. Sp- I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. I don't know how much space it takes <laughs> up. But just don't. I'm just telling anyone that's listening is it's 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 cool. There's a lot of cool stuff that's on there. But check out Dimes. But just get on there, and that way you can like his uh his the page. You can like it, and then see the new stuff that he's coming out with. Because you're working. You're working on an entire EP, right? Yeah, I I currently got a five-song EP in the works uh, right now. Don't have a title or anything for it yet, but I have like the uh, uh, like the uh, basic like general themes and ideas uh, there. Okay, because you're a true musician, man. You're a true musician. So like, I I don't know if you like I don't know. Just be able to go like this is what I kind of want to do, but it's kind of in your head, you know. I don't. Yeah. I don't think of music that way. Like I'll write some lyrics, you know, and I have words that I go around that I'm like, oh, I'd like to use that, you know, like, I don't know. 
I can get an idea and then just go like, that would be cool if I put it into words kind of. And I think like that. But in terms of like the music, I don't know what that's like, man. Like that headspace. It seems cool. But, uh, you know, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that yeah, that, yeah, that totally makes sense. And that's mostly, hold on a second, I gotta get a drink of water here. No worries, man. I'm gonna shut my door. So we'll do this together, right? I'm gonna shut this door, guys. He's gonna take a drink of water. Give me one sec. Okay. <laughs> Good water. That's really good. That's some really good water. Is it? Yeah. I for heard. Everybody, for anybody listening out there, drink water. Drink lots of water. Stay hydrated. All right, man. And you, you've you said this before. I'll just go on this about water. You said something about this before, um, that Missouri, good old Missouri water. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what goes into it, but, like, for some reason, Missouri water is just... Like the best, like Missouri tap water is just the best tasting tap water. Have you been and tasted other waters? Yeah, like I've yeah, like I've been I've been to San Antonio, Texas, and tasted their water. Even though I'm pretty sure I wasn't supposed to do that, <laughs> but uh, I tasted their water. Not as good. Definitely been over to Illinois, and Illinois like it's got like you could definitely taste like uh, the minerals in the water in Illinois, but it's like a little bit of like a taste bud overflow if you get what i mean well my grandparents man they live like they live like in the corner the south like south uh southwest corner of missouri like outside of joplin right and their water oh, okay they had a well their water tasted like sulfur man it well it tasted like like smelled like uh like eggs Ooh, oh god that's disgusting it was pretty intense it was pretty intense you got used i, I guess i got used to it it was so it was like you could put it in your mouth, but you would like, it was like the water was going through your nose. It was intense stuff. It was intense. So, but that's, I don't know if it's a well, you know, um, we just might have a good filtration system, you know, like city water. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. But you said in San Antonio, you weren't, you didn't know if you were supposed to drink the water. Is that like Mexico? You know, like, cause the shit's by Mexico. Uh, San Antonio is in Texas. Okay. Uh, and I, the reason I wasn't supposed, I think I wasn't supposed to do it, uh, was because I think the year that I went down there, they were experiencing like kind of a drought, like kind of like a dry season. Okay. Uh, and Texas is like a desert state. Okay. Not really a lot of good sources of fresh air around there, so they try to conserve as much water as they can and re- reduce recycle and that kind of stuff. So I don't think I was, I don't think I was supposed to drink the water. That's I precious think water, reduced. motherfucker. That's precious water. You were drinking it. Hey, look, I was in high school, man. I was a dumb kid in high school, and I did dumb things. So I like, I did dumb things like drinking water I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, yeah. It happens, man. You know, it happens to all of us, you know? Take what little water some people have. Well, Yeah, so, so. So back to the EP, man. So you said you got, like, kind of some of the ideas that you work on. So the floating, that song, Floating, that's not part of the EP? No, that is. That is. That's going to be. I okay. I just like like my idea for that is it's kind of it's kind of going to be like a segue between two different songs. Like you get what I mean. I do. Well, I could relate it maybe to the wall. You know the album, the wall. Yeah, I know the album, the wall. I know it all too well. <laughs> so like maybe like a segment like that. Yeah, kind of like kind of like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because it's good, man. That song, I like it. It's like I like it a lot. It'd be good, like chilling out. You know. <clears throat> yeah. 
<coughs> All right, man. Yes. So, what have you done today? That wasn't Rona. That wasn't Rona. I'm drinking the smoothie. <coughs> I was, was going to say, you okay there, man? <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm drinking the smoothie, and it's uh, it's got like little bits of ice in it. I blended it. I've been trying to get into smoothies, man. I've been making different kinds of smoothies. Um, I don't know. I like the idea of like drinking, you know, good stuff for me, you know. Like, oh yeah, especially especially drinking like a like a homemade smoothie at the beginning of the day gets your uh, nutrients in your body and gets the day started off right. Well, since my mother's been home for uh, just because she's working from home because of the you know the whole pandemic thing, she's been making uh, smoothies for me every morning. So I've been getting that. Moment. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's awesome, man. That's good shit. Yeah, I bought. I don't know. Are they like fresh, like fresh fruit? What what kind of smoothies? It's like really, really whatever she feels like making. Like sometimes I'll wake up and it'll be like a banana mango, or banana. sometimes I'll wake up it'll be banana strawberry. The primary ingredients banana, uh, in all these. But yeah, quite good. They're quite good. Yeah, those are that's good shit. That's good shit. I think I made some in facts when I was a little kid. I'm not sure. Did you take uh, like home ec class in school? Oh, like a. Uh, like a uh, cooking class? Elective. Yeah, uh, like a cooking class or like a sewing. We do like half the year would be sewing and or like stuff like that or cook. Yeah, and then cooking shit like that. Yeah, like I think like I remember from like a very long time ago that like I took like a summer course that was like indep- I think it was like called like independent living or something like that, where it just like taught okay. you like basic like uh, life skills, like you know like uh, cooking. And all that, uh, I can't, to be honest with you, I can barely remember that class, but I just remember that I took it. Yeah, man, I, I did it, I did it, it was like every year, man, when I was in school, it was like 6th grade, 7th grade, 8th grade. And I could have taken the elective, maybe. I can't remember in middle school if we picked electives. But, yeah, man, I made a blanket, I made, I like sewed shit, I, I don't know, I don't know. And I remember, though, we made a smoothie. And it was like strawberry and banana smoothie or something like that. And I just remembered it just now. Because I remember we made other stuff. The lady that actually taught us facts in middle school had sold had sold uh, the one of, my, one of my best friends, his house, like his family's house. She hadn't lived there for a long time. They bought the house like 15 years or 20 years like before me and my buddy met each other. That makes sense? Like before his older brother, like when his older brother was born, right? They bought the house. But from the fax teacher, you know what I mean? That we'd have later. Like they moved to another house, I guess. But uh, yeah, one time when he was a little kid, she drove by like looking at her old house. Just trying to, I, I, now I can relate to it. Just trying to, you know, go back and be like, wow, I used to live there. You know what I mean? Like memories and shit, you know? Like anytime that I... That me and my parents are somewhere near like South City. We'll usually try to find try to find time to uh, drive by our old house uh, where yeah. I where I used to live. This is kind of to see you know if they like if the new people have like changed anything or whatnot and just like relive old memories. Exactly, relive old memories. That's what I'm looking for. So like she drove by doing that, right? But my buddy was yeah. like five years old at the time, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Like you know what I mean? And she's like, "Do you live here?" And he was like, "Yeah." And he like ran away thinking she was trying to like <laughs> kidnap him or something. <laughs> You know, so, uh, yeah, as a kid, you're like, why would you want? No, you don't live here. Why would you come here? Because, you know, there's not, you know, you don't really cherish memories. You know what I mean? When you're like five. Yeah. You're like into the moment, you know? So, yeah, yeah, it was funny. <clears throat> but yeah, it was uh, so smooth. Yeah. Smoothies are dude. Smoothies are amazing, man. I really like it. I'm thinking about getting some protein powder, maybe scooping it in. Got to talk to some people and make sure it's the right stuff. But putting some protein powder in there. So, yeah. 
But um, back to the EP, man. So the floating's one of the songs kind of going through. So you do have some idea kind of when you're putting it out, but you've had a lot of time, you know, kind of working on it since, uh, you know, you're not doing anything or you kind of got to stay inside. Yeah, I don't really have like a good like window of like idea of when I'm gonna be when I'm gonna be putting this thing out because that's kind of like the that's kind of like the beauty of like uh, making music like on your own is that you don't have to like worry about like all these deadlines and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to feel that pressure because everything kind of like flows around you and uh, and you're just like no, I'll release this when I want to release this. But yeah, I have to be getting work done. Uh, so, it, but I could definitely tell you one thing: it's definitely going to be coming out sometime this year. Definitely. Okay. Is it cool? Does it feel good, man? Just sitting down or having the time, I guess, to just yeah. be like, yeah, like you know, to express that. Yeah, it definitely feels good just being just being able to uh, sit down and essentially uh, just like like have an idea and then figure out a way to like make that idea a reality. Like I'll kind of like. Uh, like I kind of like uh, give you an example. So one of the tracks that I'm working on, it sounds like it's straight out of like a Nine Inch Nails uh, songbook, just like with the overall with the overall tone and the way and the way that the beat sounds. And so I shout, thought, hold on, shout out to Jeff Jones, shout out to Jeff Jones with Jeff the Jones? Nine Inch Nails. Oh really? Oh really? <laughs> Going back, I just had yeah, I was just like shout out to Jeff Jones for the uh, for the Nine Inch Nails, but so it's. Yeah. So on this song, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, like I'm just saying that just because like it definitely sounds like a Nine Inch Nails song, especially uh, uh, with the guitar tone that I've been constructing. Like I have uh, one of my guitars right here, actually right next to me, uh, my EVH uh, Red Stripe series. Uh, it's currently tu- it's currently tuned down to a D standard, so a whole step lower than just the normal standard tuning tuning for guitars. And the okay. cool thing is. Uh, uh, the this EVH uh, strike series is that on the low E string, uh, the really big one on guitars, um, is that on the bridge, it's got a peg that you can pull out and automatically uh, detune uh, the low E string a whole, another whole step lower. So I actually got, so I actually got the uh, uh, low E string on my EVH here. I actually turned tuned down to a low tuned down to a low C and then over in Pro Tools. Wait, what is this? It's a guitar that you have? It's a certain guitar? Yeah, like the certain guitar that I have. Let me see this. Let me see. Can I pull it up real quick and look at it? Uh, Yeah, yeah. What is it called? It's called called? uh, EVH. Uh, Let me see real quick. uh, I don't want to see this. uh, It's an EVH uh, uh, Red Stripe Series. You know Van Halen, right? Yeah, EVH. Okay, so it's, is it a tele? Is it a uh, Stratocaster? Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's uh, it's Van Halen's Stratocaster. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's that guitar. So, yeah, so you guys know that. You guys know that. But there's a pin in it that you're able to pull. And it yeah, just... at the, yeah, at the very bottom of the bridge on the E string, you uh, you can pull that out and it automatically detune that low E string by uh, down a down a whole step, so you can go from so. Let's say you're in standard tuning. You pull that pin out, yeah. that low E is now uh, a D string. And then since I'm in D standard tuning, uh, I pull that pin out, that D string goes down to a low C. Okay. That makes sense. And so, but that's cool, dude. That's amazing. So that's it's a, just on one string? It's just on one string? 
Or yeah, is it on most strings? It's, no, it's just, no, it's just that one string. As a matter of fact, that okay. was like one of the reasons why I bought uh, that uh, this guitar. It's really was concerning. the ability was the ability to do that. Yeah, the ability to do that, and also because it has it has a uh, it has a Floyd Rose uh, bridge, so that way I can do like all these crazy stuff with the whammy bar, and it won't go out of tune. It'll stay in tune. It does. It's a really it does a really good job of staying in tune. It's sturdy. Yeah, nice and. Nice, nice and sturdy, and I can do sick guitar dive bombs. When you're pulling that whammy, or when you're pushing it down, it's like making all it can. It's just like it's wobbling it, right? So yeah. it's easy to get out of tune because it's wobbling, like kind of like a car um, becoming unbalanced. You know, yeah. driving on bumpy roads. Yeah, that's how. Like in some songs, like you hear, like the guitarists do, like this, do like this dive bomb. That's because they're pushing down on a whammy pedal. Uh, not whammy pedal, uh, whammy bar. Uh, that's on the guitar. You hey, you know that you know the uh, in Wayne's world when she's describing the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and she's like, and a whammy bar. Yep. It's been you know a, what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's been a hot minute since I've seen Wayne's world. Oh, it's hilarious, man. I, I think see, I might be able to play this. If you like rock music and you haven't seen Wayne's world, go watch Wayne's world. Can you hear this? No, I can't hear. I can't hear anything, man. So, I guess it, I, I guess it's just you, man. Give me one second, man. I couldn't. I couldn't hear anything. Actually, I got my. I I got my laptop here, right in front of me. I can just pull it up on my end. Dude, ty- yeah, type in. Just type in because it's it's it, if you just type into Google Wayne's World Whammy Bar, it'll give you a twenty-five second clip of what I'm talking about. The and a whammy bar because it's the she's gorgeous. I can't remember her name. What is her name in this? Cassandra. Cassandra. All right, we're playing it. <laughs> there it is. Excalibur. Wow. 64 Fender Stratocaster in classic white with triple single car pickups and a whammy ball. Free CBS Fender corporate buyout. I'd raise the bridge, file down the net, and take the bus. Oh, it's so good. It's so funny. Mike Myers is the man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I just like how she knows her shit so good. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? She's like, and a whammy bar. Yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean, man. And so. Yeah. Anyways. What was that? Oh, yeah, I remember what I was saying. Now, we keep going off on tangents here, man. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I'm good at it, man. That's mostly what this po- this podcast is. Yeah. It's just me showing my ability to distract people. <laughs> and that, I could, and that I could definitely, this from seeing like you work, I could definitely confirm that you are good at. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a good way. No. No, you're good, man. I'll take I'll take it as a compliment. All right. So, anyways, as I was saying, like as I was making the song, I just had the idea of just like going. You know what? I want to make a really, really weird guitar sound that perfectly fits this, and that's right. that's exactly what I did. So what I did was uh, I split like I uh, took the signal in the uh, guitar channel and pro and pro tools, split it yeah. into split it into two separate uh, aux effects uh, channels. And what I did was I took a frequency sifter uh, and tuned one down 140 hertz. And then I took another frequency sifter and tuned it up 140 hertz. And it's got 
this really watery, weird, but also really cool sounding song that perfectly fits uh, the song that I'm making right now. Perfect, man. But you you kind of knew it going in that it would do that, or were you just fucking around, just being like, let's see what this does? Uh, like, I, like, I had the idea... Like I didn't know you knew the sound you wanted. Like I, yeah, it's it got it got me the sound that I wanted, but I didn't know as I was sitting down. I thought, like, like anytime I like try to do stuff like that, I always think that this might work. It could go a hundred different ways uh, than what I'm thinking of, but this might work, and it did. So yeah. So you got you got that um, going on the with the EP. So but there'll be a few songs on it, because dude. The dimes, man. I'm. I'm just saying. I. I know that. I don't want you to rush. You know, because yeah. you got to take your time with this. You know, obviously. But it's gonna. It, I think it's gonna be good, man. And the one thing I was saying, I was telling, because I showed it to Jake and Brendan. It's this. You bring back a theme. Like one thing I would do when I I play piano at my parents' house. I like mess around on the piano. But my dad would be like, "You need to get a basic. You need to get themes because it's just all over the place. There's nothing to bring you, the people back." Yeah, I got, I got you. Like, uh, like, are you talking about like an overall sound? No, just like a even a melody, you know, or something like in a song, you know, like you have this do, so it goes on, and then there's another part to it, but it brings it back to the thing you had played before. So I'm like, okay, yeah, it's this, it's now it's this part again. Does that make any oh, sense? Yeah, I, I got you, I got, you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, people start to know the song. You know what I mean? Where they feel like they know it and they they feel comfortable with it. Where mine just keeps, I just keep extemporary. I just keep messing around. I was trying to think extemporary, extemporary, extemporizing. Yeah, how uh, like, you say it. Yeah, like the like the song that immediately came to mind for me when you said that was uh the Weezer song "Say It Ain't So." Uh, you like because uh-huh. like after because they keep on playing that riff uh over in. Over in the song to kind of tie everything together, yeah, yeah. And so they keep on, yeah. Play- yeah. I get what you're saying now, man. But yeah, and that's one thing that I learned uh, just from being a musician uh, my whole life is uh, finding like that one melody, that like uh, hook or line uh, that keeps like the song tied together. You, you get what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly, I think, what my dad was talking about. Like, piecing together composition. Does that make any sense? And I feel that when listening to yours is like, yeah, you're, there's, I don't know. It feels like something that I, you can you get familiar with where you're like, yeah. You know, same thing like when it drops, you know, the beat drops and you can you know the beat's going to drop. You know what I mean? You haven't heard the song before, but like they've gotten you to, you know, you're getting in this pattern. And it, yeah, you have yeah. that there. So, yeah, it's awesome, man. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Another great example of like that uh, was like when composing a song, like you don't always necessarily have to bring back, you know, the same notes and the same melody. Uh, but one thing that Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, did uh, was uh, all throughout his solos, he would play the same rhythms, but different notes. Like uh, take out his cover of Voodoo Child, for example, uh, like in that, in that solo in particular, uh, he brings back the same rhythms multiple times, but they're all played on different notes each and every single time. But you recognize the rhythm just because it's just engraved in your head by that point. It's not that he's changing the key of the same notes. Yeah, no, it's all, it's all staying in the same. It's all staying in the same key, but he's just playing the same rhythm with different notes that are in the same key. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so he's not doing that. I'm looking this up, Voodoo Child. Oh, have you never, 
Have you never heard of CP Ray Vaughan's Voodoo Child? I don't know, man. I might have. You brought, like, you're a Hendrix fan, right? Hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. Okay. Gotcha. 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 As a matter of fact, while you're doing that, I'm going to look it up here really quick, too. I wanted to play, man. I'm sorry? I just wanted to be able to play, like, in this the interface, you know? Oh. oh it's I got not it. playing. Like, I can hear it in my headphones, but it's not recording it. So, like, I want these people to hear it, you know? I want you guys to hear it. So... I got, I got you, I got you. But if you, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you do that, that's gonna bring up copyright issues. Just saying. Okay, so I won't. But I, yeah. hey, I am gonna put in the Wayne's World. Oh, um, I can advise. I would advise against that too. I learned about copyright uh, in my music business classes, and copyright can be, uh, it's a, in lack of in lack of better terms, a real bitch. <laughs> okay, what happens, man? What are they gonna do to me? What do they? What could they do? If it was the Wayne's World, you're gonna Mike, what? Mike Myers is gonna come after me? Like, no, not not nearly that much. But like, uh, the the very least that they'll do is just like, uh, like take like, uh, like uh, take your content take your content down because Sound SoundCloud actually, and I'm pretty sure Spotify. I wouldn't know about Spotify, but I'm 95 percent sure that they have like it's somewhere in the terms of agreement, uh, copyright. Uh, something but i know for a fact on soundcloud if you you can't you absolutely cannot upload another artist uh song song or piece of media uh without uh getting either a copyright strike on your profile or depending okay. on, on the severity of the case legal action okay okay copyright is nothing uh, copyright is nothing to mess with <laughs> you can you're gonna have to play it then can you play it Oh, uh, I actually can't play it. Can't play it right now because I think my dad just reset the router uh, okay. on the on the internet. So it's it's just going to be a hot minute before uh, the internet comes back on. But I'll tell you what, I'll send you a link after we get done recording this. No, I mean, can you play it on your guitar? Oh, can I play it on my guitar? Oh no, I can't. Yeah. I can't play it on my guitar. I'm not. I'm okay. not that good yet. <laughs> so. No, you're good. You're good. We'll get it somehow. We'll have to do it somehow. We'll, we'll, get it somehow. we'll We'll figure this out eventually, man. We always do. We do. We do. But I got you. I got you. So he's using it. That's pretty creative, though. That's pretty nice. No, man. I, I don't. It's, I'm not against Steve Ray Vaughan. I just, man, I'm slow when it comes to uh, digesting stuff. You know, I could hear it and just be like, okay, mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, not really follow up with it. It took me a while, man. Just like the Cage the Elephant. Like, I heard it and really liked in one ear, you know. But I still didn't like it as much as some stuff that I... You know, that now I'd be like, that's not as good as, as uh, Cage the Elephant's first album. You know, but I listen to it a lot. So I've been able to be like, this is really good. You know, I can appreciate a lot of parts about it. But I'm kind of deaf, I think, when it comes to music sometimes. A little bit. Yeah. You know, like, you know MGMT, the band MGMT? Oh, dude, I love MGMT. <laughs> okay. So they're an example, right? I heard their first album. The same guy who, uh, who uh, who's... Uh, <clears throat> whose fax teacher, you know, our fax teacher, you know, sold him his house, you know, that oh, same yeah, I guy. Think it, I think, yeah. That guy brought a CD over to my house when I was like 18 years old and he was playing it for me. And I was like, this is, I hate this. This is terrible. <laughs> I just didn't like, and again, I just, I don't know, man. It could have been the song. It could have just been my mood. Just, I just didn't feel it at all. 
Um, jump to a few months later, I'm in my buddy's Ford Explorer. This thing was like a, a two-door Ford Explorer, and we call it the Exploder. Dude, this thing was not a safe car. Or, I don't know. I think it was. I think it just had a bad rep maybe, but it, too. It, but it, it wasn't, didn't look like a safe car. It wasn't trusted. It wasn't trusted. Um, but it was a cool car. I always wanted it for myself. It was always like a thing with this other, you know, this is another buddy of mine. Uh, it was always like going to be my car. He'd get a new one. I'd get that one, but never happened. Um, but he was playing that in his car at the time. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And this is awesome. So, you know, <laughs> that and their first album, too. Their first album is amazing. Just beginning to end. Every oh, yeah. single song. Like it's amazing music. You're like, whoa, dude. And especially just on one, like one disc or one, you know, piece of plastic or one fo- file, whatever the fuck it is, you know, it's powerful. It's like Sergeant Peppers. You yeah. Know? I'm, you know, yeah. I'd say, it's just, you know, it's just as good. Like I, I know see, pe- what people will say, but. Like I actually also got a funny story about MGMT as well. And so, well, like way dude, back then. Tell me. Like way back then when I was in high school, like my friend introduced me to the song Kids, uh, you know, the, great, the, great. The, yeah. The, yeah, that yeah. song. And so yeah. when I first heard it, I was bum, like, bum, bum, bum. yeah, that yeah. song. And so when yeah. I first heard it, uh, uh, I absolutely hated it as well. But then next thing you know, like, I can't get that little lick out of my head. Like, I'm, like I'd am like i be, like, driving home and I'd just be going, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh, I'd just yeah. be like walking home. I'd be doing the exact same thing. Uh, and I remember one time I was like uh, hanging out at my friend's house. I was, I think I was like playing on his Xbox or something. And then I started humming that uh, lick again. And then, uh, th- and this was the same guy who showed me the song. And then he was like, you like MGMT, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, I do now. <laughs> yeah. And the lyrics are great. The lyrics in, in that song, like, I mean, in particular, but like a lot of their songs, um, you know, when you were a child, crawling on your knees, laughing, boom, making voices so loud, yep. making mommy so proud. I mean, dude, it's just, they're real cool. They're real laid back. They're not a lot of times like making voices so loud, making, making, they don't make, they're so simple. They're almost like, it's kind of like Nirvana. You know, they're just, they give you an idea. No joke. There's a, there's, I think there's like a theory like going around that that song is about Kurt Cobain or something. Really? Yeah, I can't remember where I heard it, but I just know it's something that's out there. I think it's. I think kids is like. I think kids is like one of those songs where like not where uh, nobody knows like the true meaning behind the song. Like, I've uh, heard. I've heard that album though. When they made it, they were kind of like on some of the songs, just pretty much trying to make fun of pop music. Oh yeah, MGMT would definitely be one of the bands to do that at, at that time, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's the one song I know for sure. This song, the uh, "Time to Pretend," I think it's "Time to Pretend." Oh yeah. <laughs> or no, maybe "Pieces of What." It's the one song where it goes, "I moved a pair of shoot some heroin and fuck with the." St-. It's I don't know. You know that song? Oh. To get the island in a hotel in the... Uh, bah, 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 bah. I know what song uh, you're talking this about. This is I our know. decision to live fast and die young. Now to have some fun. I don't I, know. I can't I, remember the chorus, though. I know exactly I think what it's song time you're talking to pretend. about. I'm pretty sure it's time, pretend, time to pretend as well. Okay. Because then there's Pieces of What, which is another good song on that album. And then Electric Field, man. There's great... That's, that's, that album is... I'm just saying, because... 
it's one of the bands that I know of that we waited, me and my same friend, because we, we, we lived together. No yeah. spoilers to so who this guy is, but you can easily figure this guy out. But uh, I, he was my roommate. And we, I, like, we, this was an anticipated album for me. It was just one of the albums, like, the few, I mean, I've only anticipated a few albums, you know, maybe 25 albums, like, really, really, like, oh, I can't wait for this to come out. And that was one of them, the second, their second album, like, Congratulations. Yep. And, and uh, I liked the song Congratulations, and I remember one other one, but, dude, I didn't like the album very much, you know? Yeah, and, like, NGMT is, like, one of those cases where, like, the first album was really good, and then... The things after that really couldn't just live up to that first album. But it was also, it was like, the, and that's what bothers me when I heard it, um, you know, that they were kind of trying to make fun of pop music. That like, that's what we like. Does that make any sense? Yeah. That like, they wanted to make this different stuff, you know what I mean? And like, they just made this shit. And, you know, they did get a record or whatever. I don't know. It's good. I mean, I, I, there are other stuff I appreciate, but I don't play it over and over and over again the way I would their first album. Yeah, it's... The same thing with me for uh, Cage the Elephant's first album. Like, that one, I can listen to front to back, no problem. Uh, but, like, the other stuff, I, I'm like, eh, there's a few tracks I could skip. And that's, like, a, like I, t- I can't remember if I told you this or not, but uh, I collect vinyl records. I started my own vinyl record collection. And, like, uh, my quota for, uh, like, that warrants me purchasing a vinyl record is that I have to be able to, like, sit down and listen to the whole album front to back without, like, Having to skip like a bunch picking of up the needle. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to pick up the needle. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I have a few George Carlin records, a Richard Pryor record. I got a few, but um, nothing, nothing. Intense. I have a Mars Volta album, <coughs> but I just bought that because I had some cash. You know, it was colorful. I like the album a lot, but it's it's not even. I don't know Mars Volta very well. But yeah, I get it. I get it. I understand, man. And it sucks. Pearl Jam. I feel because I bought Backspacer around the same time that MGMT album came out. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that album. You know, their first album, you know, I think it's amazing. And they made some other good albums, but still songs I would somewhat skip. Yeah. You know? So. But yeah, they had, I mean, still, they, they're, they, Pearl Jam's good. But the, I didn't like Backspacer, but. Yeah, that MGMT, that was awesome, man. But yeah, Cage the Elephant. When did that come out? When was that out? When did that get? When did that album come out? Oh, uh, which one? The the Cage the Elephant, their first album. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, the internet came back. So, Cage the Elephant first album. Uh, release date. Oh, hold on a second. Not new album. First album. First. Is it just self-titled, too? Yeah, it's a self-titled. Uh, Wait, really? I thought it was earlier than that. Uh, This came out... Is it... It says this came out in 2008. I didn't... I thought it was earlier than that. I thought it was, like, uh, 2004. Wow, yeah, 2008, yeah. Okay. Because I remember hearing about that band like around the same time I'm talking about MGMT and Backspacer. Yeah, because like around, I guess like around that time is when they like dropped uh, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. 
Yeah, that and that's a great song. That's that is, a great song. That's a classic, man. That's that to me. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, there's some good songs, but I mean, that's that's very to me. That's um, that's kind of like she came in through the bathroom window by the Beatles, <laughs> but uh, Cage the Elephant. It's hard. It's nasty. It's nice, dude. That's like an amazing. Yeah, it's an amazing song. If you're gonna give some Beatles songs, go. Hey, that's a great song. Like that's the same way. Where yeah. you wouldn't want to change a line to the song. You know, nothing's. You know, it's all perfect. Just like I said, that Meet Virginia song, that train, Meet Virginia. Like I like the Meet Virginia, the verses. But once it gets to the chorus, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. Skip, this skip, is, I don't skip, like skip, that. skip. <laughs> but you're a Hendrix fan too, right? Oh. Yeah. You bet I'm a Hendrix fan. You bet I'm a Hendrix fan, man. Yeah, Hendrix is the shit. I mean, and again, I, I know I've heard a lot of, at least his studio albums, his studio albums, I know a lot. Just because, you know, he didn't make a lot of them. Um, oh, yeah. Like, so, you know, I've like, listened to those. You like, know. My dad has like a very, very, very huge uh, record collection. And these are like all records from like when he was my age. You should see like mm -hmm. the condition of like, some of his Hendrix albums, you can tell that they've seen a lot of playtime. Because yeah. they're like all does he have any, and dirty. Does he have live stuff? No, he doesn't. He he he, he doesn't really like uh, like uh, live albums. He usually prefers uh, studio albums. Cool. Because there was, are you experienced? Bold as love, Electric Ladyland. Yep. And then he made Band of Gypsies. Yep. And that's it, right? Oh. Uh, I think that's it for as far as like Jimi Hendrix's studio albums. I can really because I know it. he was working on shit. You know, I know he had stuff, and that's you know they've released a lot of stuff in terms of like what he made. I th like I think that's it. So I know those albums. You know, because my my roommate would play them all the time. So then there's some of the the other stuff. You know that I haven't heard, but it's Hendrix. It'd be like Valley yeah. of Neptune's those albums. You know what I'm talking about the new yeah. like I don't know they've come out recently. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, so, I don't know those. Oh, so according to this, uh, Jimi Hendrix actually only released uh, three studio albums. Are You Experienced, Axe as Bold as Love, and Electric Ladyland. And then the Band of Gypsies is that live in New York. Yeah, I, get, I think so. I don't know. Like okay. The thing is with Hendrix, with Hendrix with me is uh, I always get like his albums mixed up just because like he's like one of those artists uh, that, that keeps on constantly getting like, re-releases. Uh, re uh, yeah, that's stuff. what I'm talking about. Is I don't know those. I know those four albums: Bold as Axis, Bold as Love, Are You Experienced, and Electric Ladyland. Those are the ones I know of. You okay. know, and then oh, I'm sorry, and Banded Gypsies because there's the Machine Gun. He does a, a song called Machine Gun on Banded Gypsies, and dude, it's amazing. It's like war. He thanks the troops in Vietnam before he plays, and I've heard an interview where they're like, you can tell he was angry that night, and you can tell it came out in his playing. So I don't know, man, but he just, there's a song called Machine Gun, which you, if you get a chance, look it up, but it's Banded Gypsies, but it is an amazing album. The same, I'm sorry to go keep going back to this guy, but it's the fine. same guy who is the, who was the fax teacher, who's the guy came by, you know, and freaked out because the fax teacher was going by his house. Who was he before? Oh, and the guy that showed me MGMT for the first time. And I was like, this is stupid. Um, shit. Where is I at now? Uh, he... Um, he was in summer school. He was in summer school, and a summer school teacher was talking to him about Hendrix. And he's like, "You've his the teacher was like, you've 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 listened to Band of Gypsies, right?" And he goes, "No." And he goes, "If you haven't heard Band of Gypsies, you don't need to go to the store. 
you need to run to the store and get that album. <laughs> so like we, he came home and told it like me, you know, cause I was not in summer school. I was like enjoying my summer, you know? So I was like, Oh yeah. So we, we just listened to it and it was, it's just, it's amazing. But, um, yeah, it's cool, man. There's a DVD too of it, but, uh, you can just get, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's the only other one I know, but I know those albums in that sense. So there's just the other stuff where I go, I've listened to it like on Spotify and stuff, you know, but um, it's hard because it doesn't sound complete. It sounds like people chopping stuff up, you know, which is exactly, exactly what's happening. He was, he was pretty particular, I think, in what he wanted, you know, released. He took a lot of takes I've heard, you know, like constantly. Oh yeah. Hendrix was like, Hend- Hendrix like was like one of those people that would constantly like uh, wear out the tape machine, uh, back, back then. Cause that was the primary method of recording it. Uh, with the uh, tape machine, like there's constant stories of him yeah. just like wearing that tape out. That's amazing, man. That's awesome. So what? They just get a new tape machine? You know, they want to get a new machine. They'd have to constantly go out and just get new tapes for the machine because it can only take uh, like so. It can only take so much abuse before it becomes unusable. Yeah, it's, it's not like digital technology today, where like I can just go into Pro Tools and I mess something up. I can just re-record over that one part yeah and then it'll, it'll be fine uh but like with tape, a mechanical this is a mechanical device that would get hot and start yeah, it was, yeah it was it, yeah it was an analog device yeah it was an analog device that would that would overheat or you would just use it so much that it would just degrade yeah it was like it was one of those things yeah that's hilarious man that's awesome that's a great story dude i even heard like from the Mitch Mitchell, the drummer, you know, his drummer and ex- the experience. And he's like, he's like, dude, we got it. <laughs> I think we got it, man. He just keep going and going and going, you know? So, cause it can seem obsessive to anybody, you know, just even you sitting in the studio, you know what I mean? How precise, you know, cause you need to do it well. So there's a lot, there's a lot to it where people don't have patience for it. Like even just people that don't play instruments or record music. Oh yeah, like then a, when when people that do that a lot are like, dude, come on, this is too much, you know, you, you know. So he was real precise. So some of the albums don't feel like, you know what I mean? They're not him. This he yeah. wouldn't release this. You know what I mean? There's no way I hear what I hear. Are you experienced is a little bit different because you know he didn't have a, a fuck ton of control about it. Yeah. But after the second one, I'm I'm not saying he got all, you know. I know he was working with the producer, but. I think he was probably stubborn enough and, you know, courageous enough that they trusted him, you know, because Access Bowl to Love is kind of a, a, you know, it's good. It's a yeah, little bit that, different, that, though, you know. Because at that point, they, were, they wouldn't be like, oh, we just got this guy in the studio. They'd be like, no, we got Jimi Hendrix in the studio. We listened to him. He's in control here. Yeah, and he's selling a lot. He toured real well. You know, he's making, he's bringing people in. You know what I mean? He sold real well, you know, concerts. Oh. So he's making them a lot of money. You know, which is, yeah. So, yeah, he's a moneymaker. So, yeah, they I think they gave him. And then Electric Ladyland's a masterpiece. Or, like, you know, his <clears throat> his masterpiece. You know what I mean? I know that he did everything. on. You can hear, like, he had everything. I think everything in his, you know, what he wanted to do. So, I don't know. Just the other stuff, I have a hard time going, like, yeah, that's, you know, these albums are what Hendrix did. It's like they're Hendrix playing it, but it's I don't think Hendrix would have done it all, you know? Yeah. Have you ever heard a story of Hendrix, uh, like not really wanting to be the lead vocalist? I heard something a long time ago about him, like never really, kind of wanting to find a lead singer for the, you know, for them, for the experience, or for him. 
No, I actually never heard anything like that. I don't know. Like he was like, I've heard stories of him not thinking he's a good, you know, singer. Cause I've seen it like in a documentary, a guy that knew him was like, he didn't think he could sing well, but, and it's the dude on the, he's on the mixing board and he just, it's, um, I think if six was nine, if all, yeah, if six was nine, I don't know. It's, it's not that it's, um, what's the song? But anyhow, he just isolates Hendrix vocals and he's like, how is that not good? You know what I mean? You just hear it and it's like, it's really good. But I don't know. I just heard a story of him not thinking that kind of like even like maybe imagining someone to, uh, you know, sing for him. Gotcha. Yeah. But your dad's got a massive record collection. I can't, we can't stumble over that. I heard that and that's got to, you know, I want to know what that. So what's he got? What kind of music is, is he into that shit? You know, I mean, good, good shit. What's he got in that record collection? Oh, oh what's he what he got, the bigger question is, as far as the classic is, as far as the classics go, is what doesn't he have? He's got Frank Zappa down there, ZZ Top, Aerosmith, really? He's Led Zappa, Zappa, yeah, okay. and the Beatles, yeah. And like Zappa? I've been, I've been, yeah, I've, and I've been slowly getting into like, uh, like new music that kind of like uh, takes a lot of inspiration from the classic bands that he likes. Like he really likes Al- the band Alabama Shakes now. Okay. Alabama Shakes. Alabama Shakes, yeah. Check them out. Check them out. Definitely check out but the Frank album. Frank Zappa, man, that's awesome. That's this Frank Zappa's awesome. He's, oh, dude, he's he good. loves Zappa. He like like for the past three Christmases now, uh, like on his Christmas wish list has been a Frank Zappa vinyl album. What have you got him, or what does he have? Oh, he's got. He's hold on a second. I'm gonna have to look up Frank Zappa's discography because I know he's one of the. Zappa's one of those artists that has like a huge uh, discography. But yeah, the one that and a lot of it he made. Yeah, you know he did. For, he was like, kind of in control of it all. He had rights to it all. I'm pretty sure, like all of his his master shit. Like th- that, I think he didn't at first, but I think, but then I think he fought for it and he got it back. But okay. I, could def- I could definitely tell you he's definitely got uh, all of the Joe's Garage albums uh, down there. Uh, he's got. He's got lumpy gravy. He's to jam in Joe's garage. Yep. His mama was screaming. Turn it down. We were playing all night long. I love the I love the vocal man. The guys that sing with it. it's it's awesome, man. You know John Fershani of the Chili Peppers audition what came to LA to kind of audition to be in Zappa's band. He was gonna be for, in Zappa's band. Really for Shanti audition yeah. to be in Zappa's band? He did, and he got in, but basically they were like, there's no drinking, there's no drugs. And he was like, I came to L.A. to be a rock star. I'm not fucking doing this. And then Kiedis, Anthony Kiedis basically drove him to Bob Forrest's house to audition to be in Thelonious Monster. And after he heard him play, he was like, hey, you want to be in the Chili Peppers? And he was like, yeah, because he loved the Chili Peppers. You know, he absolutely loved the Chili Peppers. But yeah, he had he would got, he had auditioned to be in Zappa's band, and I think he had gotten it. At least that's what he says. He had gotten in the band and was like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be part of, you know, no getting fucked up type shit. Yeah, he's which would make sense because Zappa was kind of like that. Oh, but yeah, he did play with Lennon, and Lennon was fucked up. Lennon was doing like coke at the time, or at least from what I know. And I don't know much, but this is like '71. Or like 72, after the Beatles. Have you seen him play? They do like a few, sh- I've seen a few shows live, like the oh. tape of it. Oh, uh, have I seen Frank Zappa play? With Lennon. Oh, with, with Lennon. Lennon. Uh, no, I haven't seen him play with Lennon. Does, he, does your dad have Freak Out, the album Freak Out? Uh, I I'll tell he probably does. I know he has a lot of Frank Zappa records down there. Like, as a matter of fact, I think like, uh, 
like he's got his albums organized uh, from alphabetically, and I think the only uh, artist in the Z section is Zappa. That's good. Yeah, Zappa's the shit, man. I I started listening to Zappa because of John Frusciante. John Frusciante talked about just learning Zappa. I'm not sure, but he basically kind of like dropped out of school and just like played guitar like 15 hours a day. And he was like just learning Zappa songs and shit. And I was like, who's the Zappa? Frank Zappa. So I just, I went on, you remember LimeWire or LiveWire where you download music? So I'm sorry, the what genre of music? You know the LimeWire? You know you could legally download music? I, I never used LimeWire because I wasn't old. I'm not old enough to remember LimeWire, but I know what LimeWire is. Yeah. Okay. Because I think it might have been out like right right when I was doing it. Because, you know. But anyhow, I had a lot of these Frank Zappa. But, dude, the thing is, is he has so many recordings of the same song in different styles. Sometimes in like different whatevers, like you're saying, like different notes and shit. He's reorganized the song. Mm-hmm. So it gave me like a pretty good, especially at Joe's Garage. I had a bunch of those songs. But, yeah, dude, he's, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's cool, man. <laughs> I, that's, that was Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa and Tom Waits are two guys when they're playing. I'm kind of like, okay, I feel like, like I could talk to the guy and he'd understand what I'm trying to do creatively. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think Frank, there's one of like the interviews that I stand. I think Frank Zappa is definitely like that. Like he won, like he's definitely the type of guy. He's like, no, I don't want like any record execs like controlling what I do. When it comes to my music, I want to be in charge. I want to be the one who decides, uh, what goes in the record and what gets out of the record. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, he's cool, man. He's a cool guy. Or at least, I mean, he seems like a cool guy, but his music is, I like his music a lot. Oh, yeah. I love Zappa. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, listen, man, my phone is going to die. It's pretty much going to die. Okay. So I'm going to end, we're just, I'm going to call it. We've been doing this for 56 minutes. Oh, really? Wow. Time flew by. <laughs> yeah. It did. So listen, man, I want to do this more. I've had some guests over here. I'm serious. I have a Corey. I've even had a Colin over here. But dude, this was like very easy to talk to you, especially when, you know, you're talking about Frank Zappa. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. It was cool to have you on. You will be back. You will be back and have a good happy Easter or a good Sunday or whatever. You too, man. Peace, buddy. Have a good night. Whammy ball.